Ichabod's Weird Cinema Live from Grand Fork's Best Source. I am Mickey Ichabod and this is my friend the Wizard of Weird and we're going to be weird 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 today. We're going back to the original format but but first we need to make a shout out to our friends at River Cinema 15 in the Shire Bar and Grill. Make the River Cinema 15 in the Shire Bar and Grill your next dinner and a movie destination located in the River Mall in East Grand Forks. Either dine inside the movie memorabilia-packed restaurant The Shire or take your meal to the movie you're attending. Some of this week's feature attractions are Inspector Sun, Killers of the Flower Moon, Taylor Swift, and A Christmas Story. And A Nightmare Before Christmas, actually. Yeah, that's a kind of a weird cinema thing. But find the complete showtimes and listings online at rivercinema15.com. Don't forget about the Tuesday special of $5 movies all day long and the $5.50 senior matinee special on Wednesdays and Thursdays. The River Cinema has luxury recliners and expanded concessions that now serve adult beverages and is family owned and operated by the same company that runs the Grand Theater in Crookston. For their showtimes, look online at morefamilytheaters.com. Sounds like a good time, doesn't it, Wizard? Yes, it does. Yes. All righty. So, we're doing Pet Cemetery today, but not the one you'd think I would be doing, because I already did that one. <laughs> it's kind of funny, isn't it? I, I normally don't do remakes, because I don't like remakes most of the time. As I was telling Paul earlier, I will never do Friday the 13th, the remake. I will never do Nightmare on Elm Street, the remake. I might do the Chucky remake, but highly unlikely. Or unless it's a Rob Zombie remake. Or unless it's a Rob Zombie remake. But I, I really like Rob Zombie, though. And those were solid films. Because Rob Zombie, of course, directed all of his own music videos and everything. So, All right, Pet Cemetery. Basically, a family moves to Maine to the small town of Ludlow, where they find a pet cemetery in their backyard... But there's something more ominous that lurks beyond the pet cemetery, and it can bring the dead back to life. But at what cost? What cost, wizard? I don't know. They've become homicidal maniacs. Yay! <laughs> That's pretty morbid, wizard. <laughs> you know, you remind me of Durwood, wizard. Who's Durwood? It was Sven Gulli's ventriloquist dummy, the original Sven Gulli. So, sorry about that. I didn't mean to get off tap topic. Um, yeah, Dr. Dr. Lewis Creed is the father in this. 
Some of the special makeup effects in this movie are awesome. I know with like Victor Pascal, who is played by Absa Ahmed, that uh, they probably used a green screen with his head when, because you know that'd be pretty hard makeup to do. But the, the 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 practical special makeup effects in this movie are awesome, especially uh, the scene with Judd. And oh, what was I gonna think of here? The scene with Judd. Yeah, Judd is played by John Lithgow in this film. The original Judd Crandall was played by a man by the name of Fred Gwynn. Does that ring any bells? Yes, it does. He was Herman Munster. Yes, you're right, Wizard of Weird. That's a good fact. But uh, and another good fact is Rachel. Lewis's wife had to take care of her daughter who was had spinal meningitis so she was like totally insane by that point in time and she would just torture her sister and her sister blames Zelda's death on herself um because and because of that she doesn't like to talk about death she doesn't like to see death because she has these horrible hallucinations it's kind of funny because in the original Pet Cemetery, Zelda was played by a man. So, the special makeup effects in the Zelda scenes are awesome. Awesome. They, 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 they're probably as creepy as the original. But, yeah, this Pet Cemetery is just the, the, the gateway to something more dark and evil or. The Micmacs had their burial ground there, but then they quit burying people up there because it was. They said the ground was perverted. Uh, there's a there's a, a legend uh, called the Wendigo. And What's the, the Wendigo legend. The Wendigo legend. It's it's something that the natives believed, and uh, it's like a cannibalistic spirit or something like that. It's just totally perverse and evil. So the original Pet Cemetery movie, didn't they? They said the their pets they buried them at. They just described it as ancient Indian burial grounds that were kind of mystical. Just kind of just like a general description, but they kind of go into a different uh, layer for it for the remake. Yeah, they do. It's not. It's mostly. It's, it doesn't really talk a lot about the Native American side of it, um, because the Native Americans, you know, took. You know, close the burial ground after the ground became like possessed. Uh, there's a there's a new movie coming out actually. It's either on Netflix or HBO Max or something called Pet Cemetery Bloodlines, and that's basically when Judd was younger, and it talks about Timmy Baderman. Timmy Baderman, that's weird, wizard or icky. <laughs> yeah. Um, Timmy Baderman really wasn't a big part in in this Pet Cemetery movie, but he was a big part. He, he's uh, when Lewis asked Judd if anyone had ever after the cat comes back, their cat church gets hit by a car. He, they buried up there. He comes back. Um, after after that, he asks them, "Has anyone ever buried a person up there?" And Judd's answer was for. For on Christ's Christ throne, no. But then, when in the original movie, Gage dies, which is the youngest kid, and in this movie, Ellie dies, 
instead of gauge. I, I don't know why that is, but um, they ask before he goes and picks up, digs up gauge and brings him to the pet cemetery or the yeah I'll just call it the pet cemetery. Um, uh, he he tells him the story of Timmy Baderman, who was a, a fighter in the war and he was killed. And his father was so grief-stricken that he buried him up there and Timmy Baderman murdered his family because he didn't want, he didn't want his family basically to leave him. Um, which is kind of like what happens with Ellie in this Pet Cemetery movie. She murders her family. And at the end of the movie, no one is left but Gage, locked in a car. It's, a bit more of a freak out ending than the last it's movie. Not really. The, the 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 scene in the original Pet Cemetery where his wife walks in and all that gore is coming out of her side of her face and he, she's like hugging him and she picks up the knife and all of a sudden you just hear no and it goes to the credits, which is the next thing I'm going to be talking about. Uh, Stephen King is an absolute pure Ramones maniac. He loves the Ramones. The original theme song to Pet Cemetery was made by the Ramones, the song Pet Cemetery. In this remake, they have a remake of the song at the end of the movie. It does not come in context with the original song. It's more of a poppy version of it. You know, it's not like a heavy metal Ramones. So the Ramones, they got to do it again or a different band? They, they did it again. Okay. Or no, the Ramones didn't do it. Another band did it. Um, it's like... For uh, when we're talking about the song Pet Cemetery, they did that. Uh, a band did that song for the movie Frankenweenie too. So, what's the name of the song again? Pet Cemetery. So, so what's with the deliberate spelling for this version of Pet it was, Cemetery? It, well, it was for both of them. Or okay, why, why is it spelled like that? Because they were they were kids. The kids made it. Oh, that's how they thought it. Yeah, the kids like. made it, and then they, when their when their pets would pass away, they would bury them up there. And but there's a, a, a what is it, wizard? Can I hear you talking for a second? There's a giant pile of wood that prevents people from getting to the burial grounds. Yes, yes. So. Yeah, um, another thing I want to talk about while I'm talking about Pet Cemetery is the book. Oh, Icky, real quick, I just looked up the band that did that cover in the new, this new remake. It's, the band is called Starcrawler. Really? Don't know if you're familiar with them, but... Never heard of them. Yeah. Never heard of them. They, they, I would never check them out because I didn't like their version of this song. So you said this, you're bringing up the book, and I guess you should mention at the top of the show, uh, or... Um, uh, that last week you alluded to this will be the first episode this month, uh, all month long of Weird Cinemas. This is Stephen King month, right? Yes, it is. So uh, you've read the book then? Yes, I have. I've read the book three times. I used to read it around Halloween all the time. What it, about it has made it stand out the most among the other Stephen King books for you? Uh, I just like the story, the whole resurrection thing and... Uh, with Zelda, there's a chapter, there's a section in the book called Oz the Great and Teewable. And it's basically how Zelda used to say Oz the Great and Terrible because the character Zelda's favorite book was 
Wizard of Oz. So, and then they, they, they mention a lot about Lazarus, if, you're, if, you, if people are understanding the theology that I'm using. They, they, meant, they talk about Lazarus before a few of the chapters, which Lazarus was the person that Christ rose from the dead. So, Iggy, you said you've read the book three times. Is there anything that this remake did uh, in the movie that did some special call-outs to the book that the oh, first movie did not do? Yes, yes, and I, I'm gonna, I was going to get to that. Um, basically, there's a scene where in the book it's Gage. Gage comes back. In the movie it's Ellie. But she comes back, and she had seen a picture of Judd's uh, wife earlier, and Judd's wife had died, and Ellie comes back and is talking, like stabs Judd in the Achilles tendon with a with a scalpel, and he goes, "Where your 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 wife is here in hell, and she wants you to come join her, or something like that," <laughs> which is a scene in the book, you know, straight from the book. That was one I liked that scene, but the whole part with him, you know, she comes back, he finds her. Uh, Lewis finds her in the house and she's like dancing or something like that. And then he puts her in a bathtub and like tries to wash the filth out of her from the ground she was buried in because earlier in the movie after church, the cat comes back. Um, they, uh, she tries to continuously scrub church because he smells like sour ground. So... Any other noteworthy things that the remake did for that relating to the book that the original didn't? Uh, well, there is one scene. It was it was just roles reverse that I really liked. Uh, I didn't like it per se, but it always gets me cracked up every time I watch the scene where either where the kid gets hit by the truck. I I, I actually tear up a little bit, which may seem kind of weird, but it, it you know just. It's basically the loss of innocence is, is why I do that. Is that something they capture in the book pretty good, too, that you felt well represented in the film? Yeah, yeah. The, the, they'll, ne- they'll never be up, to, you know, up with the book, but John Lithgow, as I said, played Judd, did a great job. Um, I, I still do not know who is playing Judd or Timmy Baderman or them for the uh, prequel. So I remember the original Pet Cemetery film. It terrified me as a kid. Well, I've... you know, you know what my the part that scared me the most, Dale, hmm. was when Gage is like digging himself up in the original. Yes. Okay. How would you say the scares in this one compared to the scares of the original? Uh, not not as good. Not as good. It, it's it's more it's a more straightforward movie. Um, what, if you see the original, you know basically what's going to happen. Doesn't capture the same highs. No, they 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 put on a um, uh, what should we call it? A if if you watch the first movie, you basically know all the scares. And um, I didn't like how they veered away from the book for the second half of the movie. The first half of the movie was pretty accurate to the original movie in the book, and except for that scene with Ellie and Judd, you know. So younger viewers watching this say they haven't seen either Pet Cemetery film, the new remake, or the original film. Which one do you, would you recommend them see first? Probably the original. It's a lot scarier. It has Miko Hughes in it, if I remember right. Miko Hughes plays uh, Gage. 
But if you really want to go out there and watch a Pet Cemetery movie, watch Pet Cemetery 2. When did that one release again around? Like 90-some? 90s, later 90s? Uh, mid-90s, Mid-90s, probably. That, it, it that, has, was, that one you'd rank the highest? Well, non-canon, I would rank that the highest. For, for those of you who know what, don't know what canon is, it's basically like, you know, mythology or the mythology of the series. So how would it do, uh, like, ratings and box office-wise? Um, Rotten Tomatoes, the budget was $15 million and the box office was $80.4 million. That's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, anything that Stephen King puts his name on basically is really good. He's veered away from horror, though, in the, in the recent years. Like, Billy Summer is about an assassin and... I read like maybe 200 pages out of Billy Summer and I just couldn't stand it. And all I really want to read is Dr. Sleep Trilogy. I heard that's really good. I've got a copy of that if you want it. My book backlog is so huge. One day, one day I'll, 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 I may take you up on it. <laughs> um, so, so many Stephen King movies of all the film adaptations uh, they've, they've done for him. For this new Pet Cemetery, would you say this is more lower tier, tier middle tier, upper tier? Uh, this Pet Cemetery is, is upper tier, but not as upper tier as the original film. Um, do you have any final thoughts about this remake before you wrap well, up? Well, yeah, I do, actually. Sometimes with movies, dead is better. <laughs> Anything else, Icky? No. All right, well, I guess we'll have some words here from our friends at Executive Properties before we wrap up. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Aaron says Chris and his team did a spectacular job on the damage to my aunt's garage and siding. Kept us up to date on the progress and the finished product was amazing. Thank you for your professionalism and hard work. Hey, get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. All right, and just, just to, to put a, um, a little bird in the ear, next, next week we're going to start with something new. It's called Weird Stats. Or and, I guess in two weeks, right? Oh, yeah, two weeks. Um, and, you know... I, I know Joe Bob Briggs says this. He's a hero of mine for all you people out there in film land. But uh, he always says the drive-in will never die. Well, with me, the weird cinema will never die. So stay weird, Grand Forks. Uh, you know what people can expect for the next Stephen King uh, film? Um, Children of the Corn, 666, Isaac's Return. One of those ones? All right. And then Weird Wrestling next week, right? Yeah. All right. 